0: Welcome to Our Family Stories, the only podcast that shares stories about my awesome family, the Clausens, Hawkins, Victor's, and a few visitors here and there. I love you guys, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Our Family Stories. Imagine it's 1965. You're in Toppenish, Washington, and it's a crisp autumn night. You're at the local high school football game, and it's halftime. You look down on the field, and the marching band is playing. And you look a little closer, and you see one of the majorettes, Karen Hewlett, out twirling her baton in unison with the band. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Our Family Stories. This is episode five and this is an episode that's going to take you down memory lane uh, with some high school stories from mom. So mom, thanks so much for doing this with me. This was fun and it was fun to hear a lot of different stories that I hadn't hadn't heard about you before, um, get to know you a little bit better and uh, just, just appreciate that. So Hope everybody enjoys this and let it roll. So where where did you go to high school?
1: Okay, my high school was located in Topaniche, Washington.
0: Okay. Did you go there did you go there all four years? Were you there the whole time?
1: Yes, I went to Top I went to Junior High there. From 7th to ninth grade, and then I went to high school from 10th to 12th grade.
0: Okay, that's nice that you got a, did you have a core group of friends that you, that stuck with you from 7th grade through high school, or did your friends kind of switch as you, you know, as you went to different grade levels?
1: Well, I probably um, probably had a pretty much same group of friends and then I just added to them as I got older. Okay. I think.
0: Yeah. Cool. And what was like were you what was like the LDS population there? Like how many LDS well, kids went to school with you?
1: Not very many. We didn't have um our our ward drew from a probably a nucleus well, the ward was in Toppenish, but we drew from probably four or five communities, smaller communities in the area, and they took in three
0: or four schools. So the kids that, did you go to, were kids in your church, did they go to school with you? Did you have, were there some that went to church and to school with you?
1: hmm Some of them.
0: Were you really good friends with them or not, or just friends with them kind of at church?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I was friends with some of them at school. I don't think there were there were no other girls my age that went to high school with me or, or school. There were some boys, but no girls.
0: Okay. Um, what was like? What was your? Do you remember what your graduating class number was?
1: I believe there were about one hundred and twenty.
0: One hundred and twenty. So. It's pretty small.
1: It's really small.
0: I think I graduated with. So, oh, like five, six hundred. I
1: think you did too. I think, yeah. I think that was about all that we in our high school.
0: Yeah,
1: that's maybe
0: crazy. four to five hundred. Yeah. Oh, it's small. Okay. Um, okay. So, when you went to school, did you did you drive to school, or did you walk, or did you take a bus? What was what did you do for that? Well,
1: when I first started, I we lived out of, out in the country. So I had my choice. I could walk a half a mile one way and go to a town called Zilla to their high school. Or I could walk a half a mile the other way and go to Topanish. And I chose to go to Toppenish because that's where most of my friends were. And I knew eventually that's where our family would be moving. So I took the bus. And then after we moved into Toppenish, I kept going to there to school.
0: Okay. Did Grammy and Papa, did they ever have... Did they ever have a family car at all? Or what I mean is, like, did they ever have, like, an extra car, or did you guys just have, like, one vehicle?
1: Well, Dad had a, a, a truck or a car he would take to work, and then Mother had a car. Okay. So basically, well, when I got in ninth grade, I took early morning seminary. So they took us, they took me to seminary in the morning, and then from there we would get a ride over to the high school. So... That's basically how I got to school.
0: Do you guys, do you remember what kind of cars you had?
1: Oh, yeah. We had Fords and we had Chevrolets and we even had a Chrysler Imperial one time. They were all, almost all of them used. So we had, um, yeah, Plymouths.
0: So, so sometimes in those farming communities, uh, you get your driver's license early. Did you? Were you able to get your driver's license early?
1: No, it wasn't like Idaho. Uh, okay, you, could, you had to wait till you were sixteen.
0: So, did you get it at sixteen?
1: Yes, I did. I got it at sixteen. And
0: mm-hmm. and how were were Grammy and Papa? What kind of parents were they? As far as, or did they let you drive? Did they give you free rein? How was how was that with your driving experience? Well,
1: they. I think mother was glad when I got my license because I could start running errands for her. I didn't get to take it to school very often because there were four children and they all had needs too. So I, the one time I took it, one time, the first time I took it to school, I had an accident in the parking
0: lot. (laughs) (laughs) The very first time?
1: First time we had an Imperial, Chrysler Imperial, and I was leaving the parking lot and one of the One of the girls that I was a majorette with, she was leaving at the same time and she pulled in front of me and I put on my brakes, but not before she put her door handle into my fender. Oh, really? (laughs) So my dad said I was the only one that had an Imperial with a a handle in the fender. (laughs) He was really good about it.
0: That sounds like, that sounds like Papa. Did yeah. you ever, um, did you ever go joyriding with your friends? Like you'd go with your friends and just drive around for fun.
1: Oh yes, you know we'd go drive up and down Main Street and
0: <laughs> really flip
1: a U-turn and then drive all the way down to the other end and flip really? a, and honk at everybody. Yeah, <laughs> but see, I I grew up in a small town, and that's kind of what you did for fun at night. You go to the NW and. And get a root beer, and,
0: and then everyone just you guys cruise Maine.
1: Yes, we did that. that. Yeah. That's
0: cool. Yeah, that was fun. Did you have um, Did you have any boyfriends in high school?
1: I had. I always had a boyfriend. Oh, really? Yeah, I always oh, had a boyfriend. Mama. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> but they weren't usually LDS, so it was kind of you know, yeah, just for fun.
0: <laughs> oh, that is fun. <laughs> did you meet any of your boyfriends while you're driving driving the the drag? No. Down
1: Maine? no. <laughs> I knew most of them. Well, our school was so small, you knew everybody. So yeah.
0: Did um did you guys ever did you ever try to see how fa- how fast you could take the car?
1: No, I didn't do that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Um one thing, oh, so tell me about so you always had boyfriends, so you probably went to school dances. Tell me tell me like about some of the school dances. Tell me about what were they? What were they like?
1: Okay, they were. Most of them were semi-formal. I don't think homecoming was. There were usually two. Seems like there were two girl ask boy dances. The rest, the boys asked the girls, but it wasn't like you children did. The you didn't. You didn't. It was usually they call you on the phone and ask you to the dance, <laughs> or they'd ask you at school. You know, it wasn't a big whoop de doo thing. Um, (laughs) And usually the boys would get the, they'd find out what color your dress was and you'd get a corsage and then you'd get them a boutonniere. And the girls usually had their hair done. Mother usually made me a formal, a new dress. And after the dance, you would usually, you would go out to dinner. And your curfew was about one o'clock. Yeah
0: really? had to be home. Uh-huh. Wow, that was a good
1: curfew. And we also had, a, you know, the Masonic Lodge and the Masons? Uh-huh. yeah. And they were active in our town, and so they had a Demolay group for the young boys and a Rainbow group for the young girls, and so they also sponsored a dance every year. So I always went to those, too. So we had quite a few dances.
0: So... Mm-hmm. But like what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to, one thing I'm interested in is like, I think it's my understanding you guys did, Mm -hmm. did you do like the foxtrot and the waltz and, and so what dances did you do?
1: We did the cha-cha-cha, the swing, the samba, the waltz.
0: So how, so, um, did you grow up like, like did Papa teach you? dances like that or where did you learn to dance like that well we learned at church oh really uh-huh. like at mutual at or? mutual and
1: then we'd have a golden green ball at church too okay every year the board would have a golden green ball and lots of times a stake would and part of it would be dancing before the dance started there'd be dance instruction so we had a lot of that and usually there was a floor show and they'd have the youth do these dances. So we mm-hmm. had a lot of dance instruction then.
0: So um, to break format from talking about high school for a second, mm-hmm. when you met Dad, did you and Dad go dancing together at all?
1: When they'd have a dance, we did. We liked to do that. And and also then the wards on campus would have dances too.
0: Okay, cool. So It was and fun. And what was your favorite dance to do? What did you like the best?
1: I liked the cha-cha and the swing, I really like the swing.
0: Cool. Did you do um, like the tricks and yeah. the different things at the mm-hmm. swing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Um, okay, so one thing I'm interested in is, uh, I don't really know, like what kind of what kind of kid were you, or what were you into? <laughs> I, I think I heard, and I don't know why I don't know this. I should know this. I think I've heard you're a cheerleader.
1: Okay. <laughs> When I was in junior high school, I was a cheerleader for two years. when I was in the eighth grade and the ninth grade. I really enjoyed that. I loved doing that. It was a lot of fun. And then when I was in high school, I was a cheerleader for one year, but I was really busy with a lot of things and so I didn't try out my senior year. But I was also, I was in the band and I was also a majorette. And um, back then, the majorettes twirled batons,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we we twirled two batons, and when we did our, our um, and I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, when we twirled our batons, they had lights on them. Er, er, for the football performances, we did a show in lights, and the uh, band members would have lights on their shoes and their instruments, and their hats, and we'd have lights on either end of our batons, and they'd turn all the lights off in the stadium, and we'd do the in lights. That was really fun to do. That's cool. And uh, we would go to the, every spring, we would go to the Lilac Festival in Spokane. That was a big parade, and we, oh, we marched our hearts out during the spring, and that was really a fun thing to do. And I and then I played in the pep band, so I was really busy. I had a lot to do.
0: In the pep band, what did you play? Clarinet. The clarinet.
1: Clarinet, clarinet, yeah. I love band. I played band in the band for six years in high school, in junior high, in high school. So I was really busy with that.
0: That's cool. And when you were when you did your batons, do you throw them up in the air and catch them? And... Yeah,
1: we did a little bit of that, but we twirled two at once. So it wasn't quite like a single baton.
0: Is that hard to get the hang of?
1: Uh, not if you just have one baton, but if you had two, it was harder. But sometimes you put one baton down and then you'd twirl the one. But we were really synchronized, so uh, we had to kind of do things together.
0: So was, um, at that time, like in your high school, were there, like when I went to high school, there was like the jocks and... The the nerds and the drama kids and the band kids. Is that Mm -hmm. did you guys sort of have group? Were you guys grouped off like that? You guys are smaller, so it may not have been. I think we
1: were smaller, and there were. I think there was just a group of pretty good kids that came from pretty good homes. There were still the jocks and the. But I think it was such a small school that we didn't really do that too much that I can remember. Everybody kind of did everything, mm-hmm. you know. I wasn't really into drama. I was in a couple plays, but but, you know.
0: What plays? What plays were you in?
1: I can not remember, Josh. <laughs> more in junior high was I was in plays. I think our school was more into uh sports and music, band and music and like that.
0: Okay. Than drama. Cool. Um so, what kind of student were you?
1: I was a pretty good student. i um i well, I wasn't an a student, but I maintained a a b b plus average. I was a good enough student. I could get into college. i had a i um I liked the fine arts, and um, science was kind of hard for me. and geometry, I had a really hard time with geometry. But algebra, I, algebra was fine. I did really well with there, with that. But I loved English and I, I loved, um, I don't know, but I was a pretty good student.
0: Yeah. Um, so when you were going to school, what, what did you, what did you envision your life being post-school, post, you know, maybe in the, after college, what did you Think that you'd be doing? What, what did you think your life was going to be like when you were in high school?
1: Well, I always knew I wanted to go to college, and I always knew I wanted to go to BYU, and I always knew I wanted to get married and have a family.
0: And how, how many kids did you want to have when you were in high school? What did you think?
1: I never really thought of a number. I just always, I always thought I wanted to be a mother and and raise a, a family. You know, that was just one of my goals. I never thought I wanted, I never visualized myself being this wonderful scientist or this great inventor or anything like that. I just wanted to have a home and have a happy marriage. That was always on my mind.
0: Nailed it. Yeah. Good job. Um, What was, what was, what was your home life like, like, you know, what were some of the things, like, well, what was kind of like the family routine around the house, would you say? Okay,
1: well, you probably know that I had a really good home life. I had really good foundation. I had very loving home, and work was really important. Our chores were really important. We were expected to be home for dinner. We were expected to make our bed every day. (laughs) That was the number one priority. (laughs) Um, Family uh, vacations were important in our home. You know, when we moved to Washington, we moved away from all our family. And so we had to depend on each other a lot because we didn't have... Extended family there, and so uh, we really we really had to bond, and we had some really special traditions. One of them was going out in the summer and picking out the Christmas tree that we were going to get, and going up and cutting it down. And another one was working in the yard, and um. Mother made sure we learned how to cook and take care of ourselves, and um, just, you know, we always had family home evening and went to church together. In fact, when we bought our home in Topanish, mother and dad weren't sure how they were going to afford it, because dad didn't make a lot working for the government, but it was a a steady income and had good benefits. And I remember when they were finally able to buy the house, it just happened at that same time, they needed a custodian for the church building. And it just happened to pay the same amount as our house payment was. And my dad got the job.
0: So what was, so would he go work during the day and then at night work as the custodian or when did he fit that in?
1: He usually would go early in the morning. Okay. In fact, he would go early in the morning and by the time we all got there for seminary, the church would be all warmed up and be so nice and cozy when we went in for seminary. And he would take me, Marilyn and I, if, if when she was in seminary, to seminary and everything be so nice. And And he did a beautiful job of taking care of things and I think he probably worked two or three hours every morning, and that that paid for that. So it really he, worked.
0: And then he'd go work his full time job after that. Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes he'd work on Saturdays, and I don't know, you know. But I know that it was was a real blessing to
0: to us. So during your teenage years, um, and during high school, what was what was Papa like? Was he? Was he warm and affectionate? Was he strict and stern? What What do you What would you say he was like?
1: Well, he my friends all really liked him. He was just kind of happy, and um, he was always Dad was always affectionate, but he he uh, always made us respect Mother and. Uh, I don't know if the fellows I dated were real, if he was real warm to them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Were they somewhat intimidated when they came I think they were.
1: I think they were. He wasn't, he, with my girlfriends, he really liked to joke with them and like that, but I don't know that he was real (laughs) buddy-buddy.
0: So when... When him and Dad met, did they hit it off well, or did it take Dad a while to warm up? It took
1: Dad. It took no. It took Papa a while to warm up to Dad. I think.
0: (laughs) Was Dad intimidated at all meeting meeting Papa? Do you remember anything like that?
1: I don't think so, but but I think it's just. I don't know, Uh, Josh. I think it's just. It was hard. I think it was hard for. Dad to get close to my dad. I think he always wanted to be a little closer to him,
0: but like throughout your your life or just at the beginning.
1: Oh, probably just at the beginning, more or less. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I. That's just kind of you. Just don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know. Dad was uh, my dad was good t- to your dad, and so I. But. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So did your, so in high school, um, was your house like a hangout house? Like, did your friends come over and hang out at your house, or was that other houses? Do you guys primarily hang out at other people's houses? Well,
1: let's see. They came over quite a bit. They came over, but I don't know that we had any particular houses that we hung out at. You know, not not like you did. I think you had a lot of that, but... We mostly would go to activities and things. You know, we go to the high school for the games, and, and uh, you know, I did a lot of church activity things, and, and my friends weren't into that that much, you know, because they weren't in, we weren't the same religion. So I don't remember, and I had younger siblings, and so I don't, I don't remember hanging out like that as
0: much. Yeah. And who was, who was your best friend in high school? You have a well I had a
1: I had a couple of them. One of my friends was her name was Joanna Fowler. And she's still a friend. I still keep in touch with her, but she wasn't <clears throat> she wasn't a member, but her father was. But he was inactive. I remember he smoked a cigar. He was an insurance salesman in town. But after we graduated, and I went my way, and she went her way. Uh, she joined, the, ended up joining the church and marrying a fellow, and he was a bishop, and kind of funny. And their children funny. are all members. And yeah. And then I had another friend who was a Catholic who I really, really enjoyed. I've lost track of her, but I did have some really good friends.
0: That's good. So what... During that, during the time, like during high school, like what were some of, like the trends, maybe some of the fashions, like what was, what was important to people, what was going on during that period of time? Okay,
1: I'll tell you one thing, we never wore pants to school. Really? Never. We always wore dresses or skirts, and sometimes we wore skirts with a lot of petticoats under them, uh-huh. full skirts, you know, and... Uh, one time, I remember in high school, it was there was a couple of weeks there where it was about 17 below, and they did let us wear pants to school.
0: They made an exception. So it was so
1: cold, yeah. But other than that, we always wore. Sometimes we wore nylons, but we always wore dresses and pants or dresses and skirts. Uh, and we we liked Jansen sweaters. Have you ever heard of those?
0: Jansen. I don't think so.
1: It was a brand, and then we wore these Pendleton skirts. They were pleated skirts, and they were made out of wool. They weren't cheap, and I only had two of them. But it was a real treat if you got a Jansen sweater. But we wore skirts and sweaters, and a lot of the things we wore then were what they're wearing now, these straight skirts. And we didn't wear short skirts then, but some of the styles are are what they're wearing now. Uh, what was popular uh, um, let's see oh what did the the boys wore jeans saddle shoes do you know what saddle shoes are? what are they? They're those two tone shoes that are lace it? up yeah, they were popular
0: <laughs> um, did they have combs in their back pockets and white shirts?
1: yeah. <laughs> and sometimes they roll their sleeves up. So they up.
0: did roll the sleeves up?
1: Like in Happy Days, the show Happy Days. <laughs> yeah. They did that. And, and uh, when I was in high school, we ratted our hair. I mean, really, really. I mean, we had big hair. <laughs> 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 and uh, what else did we? I can't remember. Um, um, also... When I was in high school, that was when JFK was assassinated. I remember that day, being at school.
0: So what grade were you in?
1: I was probably, I think I may have been a senior. It was in 1965. Dad was on his mission.
0: And what was, what was that day like? Oh, it
1: was, they, they had the radios on and all the school, and it was a very upsetting day, and I remember it was on TV for days. We didn't. We didn't have TVs in our classrooms, but they had them on in the school where the TVs were. It was a very sad day. It was really hard. And Vietnam was just starting, the war in Vietnam. You know, they were just starting to... It was just the beginning of it.
0: So did you have a lot of guy friends that went off to Vietnam? Probably
1: when I was in college. Not until okay. I was in college. But it was just the beginning of those problems so but I I had a happy I had a happy high school I was popular I had a lot of friends and I remember one time I decided not to I think it was when I was a senior and I decided I didn't want to be in band anymore and I remember the band teacher coming to my home and talking to my parents and saying you know I just really hate to see her not want to be in band because some of the best kids are in band and I just, I hope, I would like you to talk to her and see if you can't talk her into staying in band because, you know, and he was a really nice man and, of course, I decided to stay in band. but (laughs) (laughs) Did that contribute to that? I'm sure it did, you know. (laughs) But I think there was a really good core of kids in band and... Oh, and I was going to say, we had—I grew up with a lot of Mexicans and Indians because we grew up on an Indian reservation. Uh huh. And there was even one uh, black girl, and she—her name was Geraldine. I was always really nice to her and friendly to her. I didn't, I didn't pal around with her or anything, but I didn't have any prejudice to her.
0: Where did did? <clears throat> Were other people prejudiced at that time? Because I, I don't
1: remember. I don't remember where I lived. I know the the Hispanics. Well, we called them Mexicans then, because they came from Mexico. They were. We had a lot of migrant workers. You know, they did all the farm work and like that. But they lived on, on the well. They lived on the other side of the tracks. But. Uh, we always were nice to them. I remember my mother saying a few times she always worried that one of us would f- fall in love with one of those Mexicans. <laughs> of course, now they do, but <laughs> but let me tell you something about the town I lived in, though. It was kind of crazy. It wasn't set out in a north-south-east-west direction, and somebody said one time that Topaniche was laid out by a drunken Indian. <laughs> But one side of the street, on one side of the main main street was all the stores. And I worked at Penny's. I worked at JC Penny's there in town. Uh when I was a I think I started when I was a senior. And then but on the other side of the street were all the taverns and the bars.
0: There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: There must have been six or seven. Uh-huh. But uh it was uh you just stayed away from things like that. You just didn't go there, you know. And but, and I think I've told you this before, too. I love to ride my bicycle, and I rode it all the time. We'd ride our bikes all over town. And at 9 o'clock, the siren would go off, and that was our signal. We had to go home. And sometimes it would be dark, but that was our signal to go home.
0: So if you were still out, did the police come and tell you to go home or i never found out but <laughs> but know. i
1: i knew that that was we had to be home we had to go home and be home probably within 15 or 20 minutes right and but we were it was safe you know but so at nine o'clock that would go off and if we weren't home by then we better get
0: home so what about on the weekends
1: i don't know probably the same thing but that was when i was younger you know that was before you could drive and like that oh okay but I think now you could never do that now with no, your children. Total,
0: it's totally different. You know, uh,
1: but I just get on my bicycle and just take off and go home.
0: So uh, from listening to you, you sound I sound pretty obedient. obedient obedient? Yeah, kid? I was. You sound like it. Was there ever a time where you got into any sort of mischief or where you guys did any sort of practical joke or anything like that that you can remember?
1: In eighth grade, I had a slumber party, and somehow some of the boys found out I was having a slumber party, and they came over, or the boys came, and they knocked on the back door, and one of my friends led them into the basement, and somehow my dad found out they were there, and I heard him coming downstairs, and I, I went to the stairway, and said, Daddy, don't don't say anything, I'll make him leave, I'll make him leave. And he says, you're not going to make him leave. I'm going to chase every damn one of these boys out of here.
0: <laughs>
1: and he went, on. Oh, they got out of there really, really fast.
0: Oh, that is, that is great. But I just
1: about died. I now, That was probably one of the most embarrassing things. That, but he got quite a reputation from doing that. <laughs>
0: If you were to transform yourself right now, and if you were to become a sixteen-year-old going to high school now, what do you think high school would be like right now to go to? How do you think it would be?
1: Well, I think. Well, I think the children, the young people going to high school right now, are just totally. Well, I think they're a different breed because I think that's the way Heavenly Father is. Has sent them to the earth right now because they're because of what they have to face, the Mm -hmm. challenges they have to face, and and they dress differently. They have a whole set of i mean, they've got iPhones,
0: yeah. (laughs) I mean,
1: it's totally different now, yeah. Plus, their learning is they've got the internet, they've got, I mean, everything's so different than what I had, what dad and I had, don't you think?
0: Oh. Completely. Plus,
1: most of them have moms at work that aren't at home, and uh, it's just so such a different world. Yeah, I don't know how I survive to tell you the truth, but
0: that's a different. It's a different time for sure. Do you have any? So I sent you all these questions. Do you have any memories or anything that you'd like to share with me that we didn't talk about?
1: I think we had a lot of responsibilities in in our in our home but you had responsibility in your home too and uh
0: well let me ask you this was there ever a time that you were heartbroken do you ever have a time like a really sad time or a sad event something sad that really happened to you
1: I know one time uh when we lived out on we lived out on a farm and those were really Happy years. I really enjoyed that time, but we had a a collie dog, like a Lassie dog, and somebody ran over it. And mother was, mother and Gail were, had gotten home from somewhere, and they were going out to look and see what had happened. And one of the ladies that lived out that way, she and her little daughter were uh, coming along at the same time, and they could tell that. Mother and Gail were upset, and so they were watching Mother and Gail, and they didn't see the dog, and the lady swerved to miss the dog. The dog was already dead, but she ended up swerving off the road and rolling her car, and her little girl was killed. Really? And that was a real traumatic thing in my life, as well as Mother and Gail's lives. And then another time when we lived in Toppenish, right by the downtown, we had these little, two little, this Mexican family that lived next to us. These are just some traumatic things that happened to me. And I do think those things have an effect on you. Anyway, we had this Mexican family live next to us, and they had two little boys. And one night my parents were at the theater, which was about a half a block away. And I was in charge. I was babysitting, and their house caught on fire. And uh, and I I could see the fire. I could see the fire truck out in front, and hear the hear the ambulances and the fire trucks. And and all of a sudden, there's all this pounding on our windows. They were trying to wake us up so that we could get out of the because our house was. The paint was getting scorched on it, and uh-huh. it was awful. But two little boys were killed in the fire. Wow, and you know things like that stayed with me for a long, long time, yeah. And had an effect on me. I think I, I think I've always been. Well, I'm not anymore. But for a long, long time, I was really afraid to stay home at night by myself because I was scared. <laughs>
0: yeah, that makes sense.
1: But that was really a hard, hard time, and. I guess the police must have called the theater and had them. They put a little note on the screen telling my parents to go home, that they were needed at home.
0: Your parents specifically? Mm hmm. And it ran across the screen? Mm hmm. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they came right home. And oh, I was so, it was so. And I remember the next morning going out and dad showing me the big scorch, bubbly scorch marks on the side of our house. Wow. Because that house was so close to us, but it was awful.
0: Wow. Oh. So when they took you out of the house, where did you go?
1: We just s- stayed out in the front yard and somebody stayed with us. I can't okay. remember. Wow. It's funny, the memories you have and the scary things, you know. and Yeah. But I know they have an impact on, on people.
0: Yeah, but those sure. two
1: incidences have stood out in my mind for a long, long time. Hmm.
0: Do you have any um, Do you have any memories of being embarrassed? Do you have any embarrassing moments? Things that were embarrassing that happened in high school at all?
1: I remember one time getting on the bus to go on a band trip, and and I had a a friend that was in the band with me, and his he was an Indian, and his name was Tommy Half Moon. And he said, hey, Hewlett, you know, they call you by your last name, Uh Hewlett, I hear that your bishop doesn't even get any money to do what he does. (laughs) And I I thought, what a dumb thing to ask me. (laughs) But it did kind of embarrass me, but it was kind of a...
0: (laughs) What did you, do you remember what you said?
1: I said, well, he doesn't need to be paid any money or something like that, you know. <laughs> but they were always, you know, they they knew I was a Mormon. and But, Josh, I remember boys taking me out on dates, and, and they wouldn't ever order Coke because they didn't think I should drink Coke. <laughs> 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 That's kind of funny.
0: That is funny.
1: <laughs> okay, when I, when it was the year of the junior prom, and... That's kind of a special year when you have your junior prom, and and uh, I had called to get my hair done, and so the day came of the prom, and I went to the beauty shop to have my hair done, and I told the lady who I was, and she says, well, I don't have you down here. I said, well, my what time was your appointment? And I told her, and she says, well, it looks like your name's been erased, and we've got somebody else. Well, somebody had called that day and canceled my appointment. And it was all I could do to stand there with all these girls getting their hair done and all these beauticians waiting there, and I just wanted to cry. I felt so embarrassed, and oh, and I didn't know what to do. Well, one of the beauticians there was LDS. She wasn't very active. She's she spoke up and she said, you know, I think I have time to do her hair for her. I have a little space between my appointments. And that was so sweet of her to do that. And I was really relieved. And she wasn't real active in the ward, but I just, she knew who I was, you know. But I guess somebody just thought, oh, let's, there were some people, there were some girls jealous of me. And I think they just thought, oh, let's play a good trick on her and, but that was a hard thing for me. But I made it through.
0: <laughs> so, can you remember any experiences throughout like your high school years where it was particularly like a like a really happy like time where you're like this time was so happy for me and I just enjoyed this time of life so much.
1: Well, yeah, I enjoyed um, time with my friends. And I, I did enjoy my experiences in the band. Uh, that was a real fun time, and I learned a lot.
0: <coughs> okay. Hey, don't, don't
1: do that. It's okay.
0: Hello. So <laughs> Kingston just came in, and he was really happy to see us, and then Malia covered his mouth so he didn't hear the recording. <coughs> no, it's okay. No, it's okay. Just leave, just leave him in here. He can sit with us. Okay, so... Okay, so you had really happy times in the band. You remember that?
1: Going to girls' camp. I loved girls' camp, you know. And when, one year, my mother was the state camp leader, and it was really fun to be up there with her. That was a happy time.
0: Okay. Um. <laughs> so let me... Okay, because I want to just ask you one final thing, but is there anything else that you want that you want to share? Did you, do you have any regrets Yay! at all? Is there anything that you wish... Would have gone different or you look back and you're like, I wish I would have done this or wish I would have done that.
1: (laughs) I probably wish I would have worked harder in school. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: But I don't know if I, you know, I I wish I would have tried to get better grades probably.
0: Uh Uh-huh. So, okay. So the last thing I want to ask you about is um, if you were to give advice to your any of your grandkids or great-grandkids or anyone who's listening to this about high school, what advice would you give them?
1: Okay. I think I would tell them that to treat others as you would want them to treat you and to have love and compassion for others.
0: It's beautiful, mom. Thanks. Okay. So that's the end of the interview for moms and memories about high school. Did not you guys love it? It's awesome. But I do have some bonus material for you. Uh, Jen and Savannah both sent me in some recordings for the record for the recording we did for mom the past recording, and I'm gonna slide it in right here. And also, after we got done recording, mom thought of this story that she didn't tell that I want to add right here as well. Enjoy.
1: Every Saturday night, when we're getting ready for Sunday, one of Dad's chores was to wash. There were three girls and we would lie on the counter and he would wash our hair for us and then mother would curl it so that it would look look nice for Sunday. So
0: that was one of his chores. So like, but like when you're a senior, he was doing this? Oh, no, 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 no. That's why I was like, this is so. Oh,
1: no, no, no. no. (laughs) Okay. This is when we were a little bit younger
0: okay I was, oh i just... I, was, I was trying to oh, no, no, no. figure out what was going on here <laughs> but that but that was one of his chores when you guys were younger when we were oh, younger that's, re- that's really I wasn't a
1: high school thing no.
0: <laughs> oh that's really sweet okay and then there was one more thing you talked about trying out for a uh, oh out for okay something.
1: in our town the the mesas were really active and so naturally they had a, boy, a boys group called the Malay, and then they had a girls group called the Rainbow Girls. And uh, it isn't something that our church is real big on, but they uh, they have a Malay princess every year. And so one year when I was in high school, I tried out for that. You had to do a talent or a, a number. And I think I did a song from South Pacific that... I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. Yeah. And I sang that song. And anyway, I won that year. And I got to uh, ride on a convertible and wave at everybody. And anyway, my dad, he just thought that was this greatest
0: thing that I won that. <laughs> so um, did the Masons, did they have like a youth group, like we have youth groups in the LDS church?
1: Yeah, and they met periodically or so, monthly. or.
0: So the thing that I'm curious about is... Was it unusual for someone to win that competition who wasn't a part of that group? Well,
1: I had joined the Rainbow Girls. Oh, so you were part of the Rainbow yep. Girls. And, so. and I, think, I think that was, I don't, sometimes Mormon girls join that group. Uh-huh. But I wasn't super active in it. But I just, a lot of my friends were in it and they wanted me to join. And so I joined it. Oh, okay. So it was kind of a, I guess you call it, I don't know. But I wouldn't, like I say, I wasn't very active in it. But but a lot of my friends were in it, and so I just, I don't know. That's cool.
2: Hi, this is Jenny. I'm thinking here about stories of my mama, my beautiful mom. Such a wonderful, loving mom. Beautiful example she is to everyone around her. When I was younger, I was in a singing group called Sugar and Spice, and my mom devoted a lot of her time in driving me to practice once a week, and um, she would take me to the different performances that we sang around at at elementary schools or at um, city city functions, different places that we would perform. But one of the things she also did was every, I was in it for, oh, probably three or four years, and one of the things she would do is sew our costume. She would sew my costume and my friend Stephanie. Um, She would make our costume in in one of the years Julie was in. And so she was sewing for three girls. That was so much sewing and so much time involved that she, she would sacrifice for us so that we could have these costumes to sing in. And um, one of the years that I was in, I remember that we had learned this um, this Irish song. Uh, it's not coming to my head, oh, the holly, the holly and the ivy, and I can't remember the name of the song, but my teacher, Linda Beagles, asked me to dance to this, dance to this song while the, while the rest of the group sang, and so they would stand on each side of the stage, and I did this little dance, and. But she asked me to go home and have my mom help me figure out a dance for this dance. And I thought, well, okay. And so I took it to my mom and asked my mom to help me. And she would play play the song, and I would sing it to her. And, and she figured out this amazing dance. And I had no idea that my mom had this talent in in her. She was so I think back at this dance and think how how creative it was and how if my daughters came to me and asked me to put together a dance, it would have been it would have been just a mess. <laughs> it probably would have been the same actions over and over because I was not very creative in the area of dance. But my mom put this beautiful dance together and she had had actually had sewn an outfit for me that was an Irish costume that we actually had used for a dance festival at BYU that she was also in with my dad and and Jeff and and so we had these outfits already and so I remember um, wearing this costume and this just feeling so, so um, well put together because of my mom. My mom helped me. My mom was my coach. And she told me how to how to show excitement and to bring life into the dance. And she just did an amazing job. What a little secret hidden gem of a talent that she has. Um, another so many stories I have of her sewing sewing so many beautiful prom dresses and and dance dresses for all the dances I remember this they just the price of the dresses back then were outrageous um, but you think about that nowadays I and mean, nowadays they really are outrageous but my mom helped me save money by making these dresses and and I always had such beautiful dresses to wear to the dances, and and I kind of felt bad thinking back um, how I would ask my mom to make a different dress for every dance. I probably should have recycled through all the dresses, but she was such a good sport and such a loving and beautiful seamstress that um, so she made me all these dresses um, to go along with the the sewing. I have so many stories of going to the fabric store with my mom and Julie. She would drag us along and that used to be like the dreaded errand. We just dreaded going to the fabric store because as a little girl it was really boring to be dragged to the fabric store and she would look at She would look for, seemed like hours and hours. It was probably only 10 minutes at that time. But to us, it just seemed like forever. And we used to get so bored. And we would go, the fabric was like in a display around in a circle. And so in the middle of the circle, Julie and I, we would climb under the fabric and climb up the middle of the fabric where it kind of created this tent kind of thing. And we would just sit in these little fabric areas where no one could see us. Mom didn't know where we were. But we just, we would, we ended up trying to make a game of going to the fabric store and hiding in the fabric just so that we could find some kind of excitement in the story, in, in, in the adventure of being at the fabric store. I... I love my mom. She's a great woman and she's has impressed a lot of great things and I am grateful for the memories and stories I have of her. Hi grandma, this is Savannah. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for everything that you do for me. You are such a loving person and so kind and genuine. And I love that you support me and my family and you're always there no matter what and I just want to say that I love you so much and you and Grandpa are the best people in the whole entire world and I couldn't ask for anybody better and thanks for just all the sleepovers that we had with the cousins and all that you've dealt with us and all the messes that you've had to clean up just I just want to say that you are the best, and I love you, and happy Mother's Day.
1: I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair and send him on his way. Get the picture? I'm going to wave that man right out of my arms. I'm going to wave that man right out of my arms. I'm gonna wave that man right out of my arms and send him on his way. Hey, everybody. This is Malia Clausen. Thanks for listening today. It's always fun when you drop by and visit us. I hope everyone is having a great summer. Hope you're getting outside and having fun. Grandma, good job today. You are so cute and a superstar. I like
2: singing your your part in the song. Everybody, remember to watch TV, sleep in, and draw. Bye. (laughs) See you
1: next time, Billy.